Next on BYU Sports Nation, Father's Day continued. What's the greatest father-son duo in Cougar sports history? My money's on the Fowlers, and it just so happens that the patriarch of the Fowlers, Blaine Fowler, will join us today in Studio B. Plus, Taylor Sander leads Team USA to the finals, and Ashley Hatch leverages the karma. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, your hosts, Jerem Jordan and Jason Shepard. Let's sports people. BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. It's Monday, June 19th, people. I'm Jerem Jordan. Spencer Linton is pining fresh cacti. So I'm now joined by Triumph, the comic insult co-host, Jason Shepard. Well, wow. Uh, If you've never, by the way, seen... (laughs) The Star Wars edition of Triumph, the insult comic dog. A, a uh, staple of Conan O'Brien. Uh, yeah, it is, uh, it's one of the funniest things. It's I, a I, video. Like, very rarely do my wife and I think the same thing is funny. Really? Yeah. Okay. But that's one of the things that both my wife and I, when we saw it the first time, yeah. laughed out loud uncontrollably. It's good to appreciate things together. Yes. And I think we can all appreciate Jimmer Fredette going 92 for 100. From three, you hearing that NBA chick- executives? A, by the way, on, come on, classic. Come on, what does it mean? He's gonna is this it? Now, now, here's my question. So this is Friday night. This is a charity event. Ninety-two out of hundred. I don't even care if it's a college three. Is this an NBA three? Like, do they have NBA lines at this place? Does it matter? This isn't an, well, if you're saying NBA executives, <laughs> it I know ma- it's in jest. You're hitting 92 out of 100 shots. That's Even pretty amazing. The layup, that's impressive. It's pretty amazing. In fact, I'd like to check back and see if he's still making those later in the program. What could you do? That's at all possible. 92 out of 100 times. I think you asked that question in our uh, pre-show meeting. I was thinking about this. There's not a lot of things. If anything, it certainly at all. wasn't my grades, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it, well, yeah, yeah. Kearns and Copperills, you know. Um, <laughs> the teachers there were like. What? Uh, I think I'm a 92 out of 100 dishes in the dishwasher by the end of the day guy. That's, I, that's the only thing I can think of because I work really hard at that. I think I could possibly eat 92 chicken nuggets out of 100. That reminds me of that one uh, time on The Simpsons when it's like 100 tacos for $100. Boy, I could go for 100 tacos right now. <laughs> I think I could get pretty darn close to that. Uh, try that after the show. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Not really? Really? Thank you, David Nixon. Let's get to today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. It's your BYU Sports Nation headlines. Team USA Volleyball leads off, goes 2-1 and one over the weekend with wins over Iran and Poland in Poland. That's a good win. Taylor Sander led the U.S. squad yesterday, 17 points in the win, including 10 kills in a win over Poland. By the way... Thank you, Argentina, who beat Bulgaria. So the U.S. makes the final six. They advance to the World League Finals starting July 4th. Congratulations to Taylor Sander, Jake Langlois, Ben Patch, and then the two former Cougar assistant coaches with that group, Mike Wall and Rob Nielsen. Very cool. Always nice to see the former Cougars uh, performing well, especially on the national stage. Or international stage, excuse me. Ashley Hatch scores in the 38th minute of the match in a 3-1 win for the North Carolina Courage over the Boston Breakers on Saturday. Hatch's goal is the subject of today's Stat of the Day. It's the BYU Sports Nation Stat of the Day. Ashley Hatch has scored a goal in each of her last three matches. Two with the Courage 
and one with the U.S. under-23 team, which you had a great call of, by the oh, way. Oh, thank you. And I know you guys discussed that Friday. Yeah. So I, I, I want to point something out. Uh, Ashley Hatch and Jimmer Fredette were on the show Friday. And what? J- and Jimmer goes 92 out of 100 later that day. Yes. And Ashley Hatch scores a goal the next day. Coincidence? Karma I think boost? not. What? That's yeah. awesome. Jacob- yeah, baby. Yep. Money. Jacob Bregman goes one for three in a 4-3 win for the Oakland A's over the New York Yankees. The A's swept the Bronx Bombers in the four-game series. I think whoever wrote this was trying to spite one of our uh, students, Elliot. Uh, who went who, to. Who is a Yankees fan who went to <laughs> Oakland to watch this. He texted me and said, hey, I'm here uh, tracking Jacob Bregman. So I said, clock in. Just kidding. But hey. He he wins, though, ultimately, because at the end of the day, he was at a Major League Baseball game. That's right. So, there Very you go. Nice. BYU men's soccer played FC Boulder in back-to-back matches over the weekend. The Cougs lost 2-1 on Friday with a goal from forward Chris Tobler. The Cougars beat FC Boulder Saturday night by a final score of 3-1. Midfielder Peyton Pemberton scored two of the three goals. The real question is, which state has the better snow? Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. Brought to you by Ahern Rentals. Your next job is our priority. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's what's trending on BYU Sports Nation. Dad's Day extended. The day after we continue the convo. Hopefully everyone had a great Father's Day. But what's cooler than the party, Jason? The after party. <laughs> Welcome. BYU is a place where the sports spirit of Elijah reigns supreme. The hearts of the fathers do turn to the children. And today we present a question along those lines. What is the best father-son combo in BYU sports history. This is a good one because there have been a lot. And uh, I know at other schools, like, yeah, they're legacy kids. Right. The sons will play. BYU, more than I would think any other school, has this kind of strong father-son tradition in sports. So this is going to be a fun conversation. There's a lot. And, and quite honestly, we thought we had, we had come up with a lot. And now we're starting to get oh. a lot of ones that maybe we hadn't originally thought of. Because Twitter delivers. Yeah, That's tw- a 92 out of 100. Absolutely. Twitter delivers. This one, uh, this first tweet coming in from at Ty underscore. Dama? Dama underscore sign. There you go. How about this one? Starting off with some baseball, which you know I love. Mm-hmm. Vance and Adam Law for BYU Baseball. And Max Hall and the 2009 Utah football team. <laughs> see what Father and son. Let's see what he did there. They can go to the ward camp out together. <laughs> What's your answer to this, Jason? You know what? When I, when I thought of this question, the very first father-son duo that came to mind was actually Danny and Austin Ainge. Mm. That was the very first one that came into Remember my head. You get walk-on Cooper. I, and yes, and Cooper. But, I mean, obviously you know how much everybody knows how legendary Danny Ainge is as a, as a former BYU basketball player. But Austin Ainge, not too far removed from playing uh, – with the BYU basketball team, had a good career. Now he and dad are wheeling and dealing in the NBA. So so that was the first one that came to mind. This is one that I thought was a little bit, maybe not a lot of people would have thought of. How about Johnny Miller, great golfer, and his sons, Todd, Andy, and Scott? That's, That's next level. Yeah. Ultimately, I decided to go with a football family. I decided to go with Lance Reynolds and his sons on the offensive line. Reynolds rap. I mean, look at what Lance Reynolds and his sons have done. First of all, Lance Sr., drafted by the Eagles back in 1979. Three of his four sons were free agent signees in the NFL. The Reynolds boys dominated the offensive line at BYU, and Lance Sr. was there to coach them. 
this is an ongoing process with the Reynolds family on or on the sideline or on the field. Yeah. They were around forever and dominated. So ultimately, I decided to go with, uh, with Lance and his four sons. You had Lance Jr., you had Dallas, you had Matt, and Houston. That's a great answer. And they were all really good players for BYU. Great like, players. All started, most had a cup of coffee or a postum in this case in the NFL. I go with the Kafusis. Steve Kafusi, longest tenured football coach currently at BYU, played at BYU in the mid 80s, 12th round pick to the Eagles in 88, 32. Game NFL career. Son Bronson is one of the best BYU players defensively ever. Fourth in not only sacks with 26 and a half, but 44 tackles for loss. Led the nation in blocked kicks in 2015 with five. Third round pick. Broke his ankle last year. He's going to break some ankles of opposing offenses this year. Played in 20 basketball games. Famously knocked over Kelly Olenek in a super cheap but funny play. Corbin, Obviously, still around, dual sport athlete, football, basketball, could be an NFL draft pick down the line. And don't forget Alexis. Absolutely. Daughter played basketball at BYU, too. So I think the Kafusis are the number one father-son duo ever. And, and I was thinking about who is, who's had uh, father and son drafted before, both guys. It's pretty rare. The Kafusis are kind of the only one that comes to mind. It's the only one that we could think of. Yeah, so if you, if you can think of another father-son duo that's been drafted, please, please weigh in. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Who's, your be- who's the best father-son duo combo in BYU sports history? Let's go to the Twitter machine. Tweet, tweet. At Cougar Stats, they're always paying attention. <laughs> Kalen Hall and KJ Hall are the only father-son duo to have a 100-yard rushing game for BYU. That's pretty interesting. That happened last year, I believe, against uh, UNLV. And, and uh, I have fairly high hopes for KJ Hall this year. I'm, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to this one. I'm interested to see who uh, gets the first carry of the season. That'll be fun. <laughs> At Ron Bond 2015, Lance Reynolds and his four offensive Smart. line sons who played for BYU. Hashtag beef up front. Hey, you know what? Honestly, didn't it seem like that there was a Reynolds? Yeah, there was always the, a Reynolds. On, for Whether it was in now, the, uh, the but coaching staff. now there's staff. always a Kafusi. Yeah, well, yeah. So who's going to be yeah. the next? We've had the Reynolds for decades. You're going to have the Kafusis for a while. Who's going there to was be? A, it was the Doman receivers. Forever. Yes, yeah, the cousins. You had cousins. You yeah. had offense and defense yeah. with the Domans. Brothers is another conversation. Brothers, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be awesome. At Cougar Stats weighs in again. Uh, Legrand Grit Young, yes, who ran for 624 yards before his son Steve ran for 1,084 and passed for a few too. Grit and so when we thought of this, I I did think you did oh, think of them. Grit and Steve. Is there a better nickname than Grit? no? There is not. There yeah. is not. Riley Nelson fans love it. How about this one? At Carson Hagberg, I think nobody can top the Hawses. The Hawses? Hawses. There is, <laughs> was, just so much talent in Marty, Tyler, and TJ. Three tremendous basketball players. Can't argue with to that. To me, they're right there. If yes. they're not the, yes. the group, because all three of those guys have been first-team all-league players. That's crazy. Not well, to mention well, Marty's t- dunk on Weaver State. Well, and, and Tyler leads... All-time leading, All-time leading score. So that's pretty. Yeah, he, he was pretty good. Other other guys in the mix, the Collies. Yes. So Scott Collie was yep. a receiver, of course. Austin and uh, Zach were receivers for BYU. The Nixons, the Nixons. Dalton Nixon's currently here. Dad Kevin, the famous uh, shot in the WAC championship, of course. The, you mentioned the Reeds because we did. You, they don't didn't have to both. Play. Yeah, we like, wondered if, if, if we could here. throw in. Yeah, if yeah, somebody sure. was a coach that had not played here. We make up the rules. 
Yeah. <laughs> We're in charge. So, yeah, so Roger Reed as the coach of BYU basketball. Yeah. Great success as head coach. And then Robbie and Randy. Those guys did not disappoint seven million Mormons. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, see, why did you have to? Because it's classic. I know. <laughs> Plus, Chris Burgess coaches at Utah Valley. <laughs> like, he's miles away from here sitting in uh, that new practice facility. Uh, how about the McGowans, by the way? The the uh, late Carl McGowan and Chris both coached BYU men's volleyball. See, that's, that's what, pretty awesome. That's what I love is that not only are we finding a lot of father-son duos who have been involved with BYU athletics, but it, but it's not just one or two sports. Yeah. We're finding almost every sport you can think of, there's been a father and a son that have played in that program. That's, that's what's awesome That's about pretty it. wild. And uh, <laughs> someone else brought up the Whittinghams, too. Is that a dishonorable mention? Well, given the, uh... I, I don't think too many people are going <laughs> to say that today. What the winning? Uh, what? Let's keep rolling on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Join BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. What is the best father-son combo in BYU sports? We will get to more of your tweets coming up at Sports Bystander. Kyle Collinsworth and any child with Kyle and Shay's genes. I, well, if we're projecting, I'm surprised it took that long. Yeah, yeah. If we're going to project out with you know potential future athletes, is there a more athletic couple in BYU history? That well, Ooh. the Lewises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Lewises are up there. Yeah, with the Collinsworths, it's pretty good. Keep them, uh, keep them coming. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Coming up, the latest on Eric Mika's draft stock. But first, Blaine Fowler on his own father-son duel with Kellen and Gavin. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by Ahern Rental. Your next job is our priority. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. We're simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio Conversations happening right now on Twitter and during the breaks. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. This is a big week for everybody. Without question. And what is happening on Friday? You tell me. Oh, how about this? BYU Football Media Day. Yes. It's the day that every Cougar fan looks forward to. Yes. So much on our plate coming up on Friday. State of the program with Tom Homo. A two-hour BYU Sports Nation, plus a very special look at the Lavelle Edwards coaching tree. Got former players and coaches paying tribute to Lavelle both in studio and via video. It's going to be awesome. Hey, when Andy Reid's in the house, it's it's a big deal. My guy, Andy Reid. Our Twitter question, what's the best father-son combo in BYU sports history? At Ron Bon 2015, we uh, we read Ron's, so keep using the hashtag BYUSN. A guy who played here and had a son play here and has a son that's still playing here. His name's Blaine Fowler, Uncle B. What's up, Blaine? I'm, hey, everything's good, man. I, hey, I like that we're talking this uh, the day after Father's it's, Day. Yeah, the day after I Father's Day. I think it's really, really appropriate. Yeah. So. Okay, so you've had multiple sons play and are playing mm-hmm. at BYU. So you, you, th- this is a personal topic to you, and we'll get to that with you know Kelly and Gavin. But uh, And you had a son-in-law play at Stanford even. So kind of Yeah, like, yeah. Dallas went. So who's the greatest father-son duo in BYU history, in your opinion? I'm, you guys came up with some good ones. I have a hard time arguing with Reynolds' family, just because of the depth. If we're talking depth of talent, that was good. Um, I, I'm going to go just 
to something different. You guys mentioned this. You threw it out but didn't discuss it much. Is, is the Miller family. Johnny Miller, one of the greatest golfers in history. So he, he's right up there in terms of success after BYU with any athlete. You can compare him with anybody. Major championships. Phenomenal. Big, big name. And, and then his three boys – um, all played her, Todd, Scott, and Andy. Andy was a four-time All-American here. So if we're talking about performance you know, in collegiate golf, he was right at the top of the game, ranked in the top five in the country at one time. So, I mean, that's, that's depth of talent. We don't talk about golf that often, but we had a run with, with NCAA golf champ, you know, championships and playing there and playing for, for uh, national championships for a period of time there. And, and uh, so I, we're gonna, I'm going to give the Millers some credit for that. And, but then I have a question. Why not the Whittinghams? Like, just because, because Kyle's they defected. A, no, because they <laughs> go ahead, Blaine. You Wait, make that we're, case. We're not mad. We're not mad at uh, Andy Reid for being with the Kansas City Chiefs. Why would we? You know, so why are we mad that Kyle's? Wait, like, why the would Chiefs we be very different? Why than would we you? be mad at Andy Reid for being with the Chiefs? Color is just so, the beginning. So Fred, Fred he was stuck with Fred a Whittingham. You can't do anything about that. Fred Whittingham, <laughs> defensive coordinator here uh, under Lavelle Edwards, phenomenal coach, one of the greatest coaches I've ever known. And he also happened to be the guy that recruited me to come to BYU. Ah, the guy that was oh, in my there, home. There it is. Sense. With his with his Eastern ties to Boston, you know, they sent a, a New Englander back uh, to to meet with me. He came and watched you me play basketball, came to football, and and so I have a really really special place in my heart for for Big Fred, uh, Fred Senior, and so and he was a phenomenal coach. And then he went on to coach in the National Football League with John Robinson with yeah. the Rams. And then, and then, of course, Kyle has had this tremendous run of success at the University of Utah. So we got to claim him. We, we got to claim anybody that has success, even if they're yeah. at well, the enemy. You got to claim him because of BYU. Right. That's, That's what we're saying. We what we're saying is <laughs> he learned his craft here at BYU, and he took it, and he's had tremendous success. He learned to beat BYU and, because he played at BYU? Yes. No. 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 <laughs> well, and then Kerry was a great linebacker, starter on that 84 National Championship team. Freddie was a fullback that, that contributed. And, and so that, that's a pretty impressive family that has it a is. great BYU heritage. And i got to say, We're just at, at Lavelle Edwards, um, when, we, when everybody got together for Lavelle Edwards' um, funeral and to get together, that whole Whittingham family was there and supporting that. And, and, and there's a different tone now with Kalani and, and Kyle. I'm, I'm not saying that they're together a lot, but I did see them playing golf at Riverside Country Club together last week. And they're hanging out as we speak in a yes. charity event and so, for the Kennedy so, Foundation so we on can the claim, links. If we can claim Kyle, and we can claim that he got his foundation and his roots right here at BYU, and his dad, Fred, was a big part of BYU. So we can claim him. We'll claim his yeah, success. You're turning right. a huh? negative into a positive. You're right. Like Blaine, can't we claim him? Blaine, you always come in here and bring knowledge and positivity, and it's just overwhelmingly great, and I love it. So, Blaine Fowler's so Whittingham, I'm, I'm putting the Whittinghams right up there, but yeah. I, I've got to admit, I just want to do something different than Shep, but I'm having a hard time arguing with the Reynolds. It, it is fun. There was like a Reynolds on BYU roster for like 70 years. Yeah, I know. And, and, and they were <laughs> they all. They blocked for Grant Young. And, and they were all really, really good. And Only then four times you're, ta- you're talking about NFL guys, too. Yeah. And so not just success here, but success after is, is pretty big. But we're going to, it's, it's going to be one, like you mentioned this, is going to be one of, the, you know, we talk about this 25 years from now, it'll be one of the Collinsworth kids or one of the Kafusi kids. Uh, no, let's talk about the Confucius. So, Everyone knows Shay, right? right? Shay is the track star. Shay Martinez, who I love because she's a Davis. She's a Davis High. You always bring brand. up the darts. So, so she and Kyle, they're gonna have like people should be recruiting their kids right now, even though they don't have any. But, but what about um, Hillary Smith and Bronson Confucius? No, Hillary was a starting goalkeeper for the women's and soccer. unbelievably athletic. And she's, she's like, long. She's tall. She's like 5'10", really athletic. And and you combine that with Bronson. 
let's recruit the kids right now. Like they should, there should be letter of intent. Hawaii offers already. Well, Hawaii I've got just offered it. a fifth it, grader. It's kind of like stock. It's options. We should have an option on those kids, <laughs> on the Kafusi kids for sure. And then, and then if if Bronson has now, we're going to be talking three generations, and then the Kafusis are going to have it hands down. Right? Yeah. They, yes. And that's, that's what I said. Kafusi. I love how we're already putting expectations on children who have not even been born. Hey, I'm telling you, that's, if you, <laughs> when Bronson and Hillary got married, they raised the expectations right there. It's, it's their fault. Every one of Steve Kafusi's <laughs> five kids have played D1 athletics. Yeah. Like Devin's going to get back it's to the play football. That, if you look wild. at a family, an extended family, with, with the nephews and cousins, richest kids, and with, between Utah and BYU, man, that's that's hard to beat the Kafusi family as as a family that has had unbelievable f- football success, and a lot of it right here at BYU. We mentioned that Friday is the BYU football media day. I know there's going to be a lot of people in town. It's going to be a great day. It always is. What are some of the storylines you're looking to follow on Friday? So it's it's interesting because the the media day to me isn't really about. What hey, what's going to happen in fall camp? Because the coaches don't really know. They have an idea. Right now, it's been New Tafisi and his group that's had this team. These coaches are coaching football camps today, you know, and so they really haven't been with these guys all summer. They're getting reports back from 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 the off season training, but really, to me, it's the turn the page day. It's the hey, camps are behind. Now let's focus on this upcoming season, and we can realistically start doing the countdown now coming Friday. But, but the thing I'm most interested in is... <laughs> yeah, now we'll start. Yeah, so it's... I, mean, I, I want to ask questions about the, the running back situation and what they're thinking about that going into fall camp, because that'll have a bearing on what happens, because the guys that they're putting in, in order will have reps in that order, and things may change. But I'm interested to hear what, what they're saying about the running back position. That's probably the one I'm most curious about going into fall. But I'm also really excited to see this Lavelle Edwards coaching tree oh, program. Because... What a way to kick off the season uh, better than to honor Coach Edwards and what he's established here. And Kalani's really turned the focus back to building and standing on the shoulders of the people that have been here before. You know Kalani will focus on that uh, on Friday as well. And what, what a great honor and tribute to, to Coach Edwards to, to look at what he has contributed to, to college and professional football through the guys he's brought in and tutored and sent out into the world to coach. So It was interesting. And you mentioned uh, football camps. Um, Two weeks ago, my six-year-old was in the, the Cubs BYU football camp. And he got a scholarship. No, it's not. Oh, did he I offer him? I wish. No, no, he did not. <laughs> but, but to your point, at the very end of the camp, Kalani was addressing the entire group. And he started it out by saying, do you guys know the name of the stadium? And everyone's, you know, Lavelle Edwards Stadium. He's like, do you guys know who Lavelle Edwards is? And he went on to tell them how important of a person Lavelle Edwards was in his life. So this is something, to your point, that he talks about all the time, and it is always present with him. Yeah, and what, what he's done is what, you see, what you'll see on Friday is um, Kalani has done a phenomenal job of tying into the history and taking the good parts of that history and bringing it back around for support. And that, that is going to help, and it has helped already in the recruiting process and the perception of the program. I mean, people are talking about it all the time. So I, I was with Brady Whittingham the other day. We were out on the golf course, and, and Brady says, man, I'm having a really, really hard time not liking BYU right now. Brady Whittingham said that, which he's got roots here too. You know? And so, so Kalani reaches across so many different areas, yes. and he's, he's gathering 
the alumni together. He's, he's, he's taking advantage of the phenomenal history that this program has, and he's standing on those shoulders and building the program from there, which I think is really, really smart. And we're already seeing the fruits of that in, in his recruiting efforts, getting a lot of commitments for not only the class that, that, that just, just happened, but for future classes. People are catching the vision. He's doing a great job with that. And this tribute to Lavelle is just one more thing that – you know, where you say, hey, look at what this, where this program has been, and it can do even greater things if you come here. And so I think it's a great showcase. And talking about Lavelle and putting people like Andy Reid out there to talk about his experience here um, and those types of folks that are visible and kids know about, they watch them on the sidelines uh, as they're watching the NFL games, those types of people being around, that just helps this program in a big, big way. Yeah, Lavelle will always be remembered, and what greater thing than to have the stadium there so that every BYU home football game, you're live from the place, you know, the house that Lavelle built, essentially. Blaine Fowler's on BYU Sports Nation. What, what does it mean to, be, to have played at BYU and to have your sons have played, and in the case of Gavin, is still playing at BYU? Yeah, it, it, it's a really cool thing. So just to have the opportunity, like I always wait for my boys when they've been in the program to get the opportunity to run out of the tunnel the first time because it's an exhilarating feeling that never gets old. To run out of the tunnel for your first time at a home game in that uniform is something special. It's really, really cool. So I get the chills when they do that. So if we're doing an open or doing something on TV, I have to say, hey, guys, you got to wait a second. I have to watch this. The first time they run out of that tunnel, it's like everything's on hold. Dave McCann, Jerem, you guys take it right now. Because I got to watch this, because <laughs> it, it's as cool for me as it is it is for them. So, and you know, and Kellen had a great run of success here as a starter for a couple of years on some really really good football teams. Um, and and Gavin, you, we just haven't been able to keep him healthy. He's coming back from a second ACL. Should get last year back and have two years left. Um, and wanting to contribute in a big way. If we can keep him healthy, I, I think he can. But but more importantly than do they get out on the field and are they superstars? Is the the family that they become part of because they played there. And it's just like, it doesn't matter. It's not just the guys that I played with back in the early 80s and mid 80s that I'm, I have this brotherhood with. It's any player that ever played at BYU from before I was there till now. And once you get a chance to play and you're part of that, you become part of that brotherhood, which is really a cool thing for the rest of your life, that network of, of folks. And Kalani's doing a phenomenal job of of making that happen and continuing on with, with what Lavelle and what Bronco did and making that family environment there. So I'm excited that they get to be a part of that, to be a part of that brotherhood. So, hey, now they're not just my sons, they're my brothers at BYU, right? I want to switch gears just a little bit. Uh, Friday's BYU Media Day. The night before is pretty big, uh, especially for, for those looking to make the next step from college basketball to NBA basketball. It's the NBA draft on Thursday night. The question Cougar fans are wanting to know is what happens with Eric Mika now that we're just four days away from him possibly being drafted, what do you think is going to happen with Eric Meek on Thursday night? So, so would I be surprised? He's had some really good workouts, individual workouts, where he's gone along, and he's done a, number, a lot of them. You guys have been keeping track of that. The draft is an interesting thing, especially when you get into the second half of the second round. It just takes one team – Beauty's in the eye of the beholder to go, man, we really like that guy's potential. We think he has the range to play the four in this league. But, hey, we're, this is our third pick in the draft, maybe. At the end of the second round, let's take him. So, so would I be surprised if he's drafted in the second half of that second round? No, I, I wouldn't be surprised by it. My expectation going in is that he's not drafted and he signs as a free agent and then gets a chance to prove that he does have that kind of range and he can face up and he can handle the ball and do all those things that he'd need to do as a, as a four in the league. Um, so, so that's my expectation, and it hasn't really changed, although all of this exposure around the league has – 
has made me think, well, because if you had asked me a month ago, I would have said there's no way he's getting drafted. Now I'm saying, oh, so you're telling me there's a chance. Exposure means there's a chance. And you know what? Does it really matter? If you're drafted in the second half of the second round or a free agent, does it really matter? It'd just be nice for our yeah, BYU it, guys it, got it, drafted. It, it, yeah. does, it doesn't really matter because there's no guarantees for second rounders anyhow. And, and now I think those guys are all kind of in the same boat. Maybe the first couple of picks of that second round, which is not going to be up that high. Um, and the first rounders have guaranteed money. But, uh, but it's... Once you get there, it would be nice to have him. I would jump up and down for him. I'd be pumped for him because I, I know the way Eric works. I've watched him over the last couple couple of years before his mission and, and how he worked when he came back from his mission. Somebody doesn't take note of that, and I think they have. When you hear you know people comment, scouts, um, uh, where he's going for workouts, they all comment, man, this kid knows how to work. Well, something to be said for that because there's a lot of kids that don't know how to work. And if you have a guy that has potential, that has his length, has his hands, can run the floor – um, you know, maybe somebody takes a shot and takes him in the back half of that second round. But uh, my expectation is he doesn't get drafted. But I will, I won't be surprised, and I'll be the first jumping up and down uh, for him if he gets drafted in the second round. We've got about a minute left, but I watched the Celtics Lakers thirty for thirty over the weekend. Which oh, I watched so, it too. Which it's is so awesome. good. Yeah, it, it is amazing. And, and there are three BYU guys kind of in the middle of that. Obviously, yeah. Danny Ainge, Greg Kite, Fred Roberts. What was it like in the eighties to have those three kind of repping oh, the Y my, on the Celtics? It it was awesome to have. NBA guys out in the league and and to basically verify how good they were you know they they lost to Ralph Sampson but what a great run in the NCAA tournament Danny's shots against Notre Dame and UCLA are still legendary but at the time were you know if there was an ESPN top 10 I don't know if there was back then I can't remember that far back but they would it would have been the number one play both times um it was really cool to have that connection into the NBA with BYU players and man I sure I sure would love to see you know a, a guy like Eric Mika make it so we can have a tie in, in the NBA back to this university. That'd be awesome. Uh, this just in from one at uh, B Ryan Logan seven. Uh, what about uncle nephew? B stands for biceps. Yeah. If it's uncle <laughs> nephew, at Blaine Fe- at B Fowler 16. if it's uncle nephew, then uncle what about, nephew. what about the, my nephew, Brian Logan and I, what about Jason's claim of being the uncle of Eric Mika? Yeah. Oh, you're the uncle. Be- kind because, of uncle. because your wife babysat, babysat his wife. So that kind of makes us related. Gabby. Yeah. You sort of are. I mean, essentially, that means we're related. This is quite the stretch in That's, both cases. Yeah. I'm going to be no, honest. Brian Logan is my nephew. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. Just That's like Kalani Sataki is my cousin. Blaine? <laughs> <laughs> Brian, I'm not backing up. Brian is my nephew. I taught him how to tie a tie. Doesn't that make him That's, my nephew? That's more of a father-son thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blaine, we appreciate the time, man. Good to be with you guys. Coming up, more of your tweets, plus little big deal, no deal. And what are BYU and Utah doing today together? BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by Tecano's Brazilian Grill. Escape the ordinary. Welcome back. Jerem Jordan and Jason Shepard in Radio Vision live on BYU Radio and BYU TV. We're also on demand anytime, anywhere. In fact, if you missed our interview, we just had Blaine Fowler in Studio B talking about his top father-son duo BYU Sports History. You can catch the interview and more on the BYU TV or the BYU Radio apps, or you can download the podcast. Keep the tweets coming. What's the best father-son combo in BYU Sports History? We'll get to those in a moment. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Team USA men's volleyball goes 2-1 and one over the weekend with wins over Iran and Poland in Poland. Taylor Sander, 17 points in the win over Poland yesterday. Thanks to an Argentina win over Bulgaria. The U.S. advanced to the final six in World League play in 
Curitiba, Brazil, beginning July 4th. Congrats to Sander, Langlois, Patch, Mike Wall, Rob Nielsen. I love the fact that BYU volleyball gets this kind of international attention. It is Everybody cool. knows about the BYU men's volleyball program. Absolutely, and that's what Carl McGowan built here. His son, you know, Chris, continued. Obviously, Tom Peterson in there as well. Sean Patchell in there. So they, a, a lot of uh, a lot of people uh, involved in that. Cool to see them uh, thrive at the highest level. Abs- absolutely. Fresh off her BYU Sports Nation appearance on Friday, mm-hmm. Ashley Hatch scores in the 38th minute of the match in a 3-1 to win for the North Carolina Courage over the Boston Breakers on Saturday. Congratulations. Listen, she's uh, a striker, and she has struck gold recently, <laughs> and it's been awesome because – she scored a ton of goals here, yep. and now she's kind of started that ascension again. USA U23 and then a couple with uh, her professional Well, and, and not only is she having success, but the team is having success. And That's always asked, important. We asked her about that on Friday, and she said that that helps, not only with the transition from the college game to the pro game, but just being able to be a contributor on a winning team, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's just a different vibe. So good for her. Yeah, ask Kevin Durant how that went. Jacob Brugman <laughs> goes one for three and a 4-3 win for the Oakland A's against the New York Yankees. The A's swept the Bronx Bombers in the four-game series. Congrats to Jacob Brugman, who's who's uh, doing a good job. I think he's going to hang in there with the A's for a little while here at least, which is great. Yeah, and he's hitting in different spots in the lineup. They're using him in, in all different parts of the lineup, which is nice to see him. He's got that versatility. Yeah, it, uh, in the outfield, any position, Yep, and in the lineup. Yep. BYU men's soccer played FC Boulder in back-to-back matches over the weekend. The Cougars lost on Friday 2-1 to with a goal from four. Chris Tobler, the Cougars beat FC Boulder Saturday night by a final score of 3-1. to Midfielder Peyton Pemberton scored two of the three goals. Our Twitter question, what's the best father-son combo in BYU sports history? Let's go to the Twitter machine. You've got tweets. At JLinehan9. What's up, Johnny? Me and my son Carter. He's going to have thunder thighs. And destroy football with the, footballs with his feet. We already go on father-son pedicure dates. Those are two very different subjects. Yeah, that's that's completely different. Uh, Is that even healthy for a baby? Like, I, I should I ask that question? No, I don't know. If that's, <laughs> but I They're like pretty the, soft already, right? But I, hey, you know what? Here's the deal, Johnny Linehan. We all know how good Johnny Linehan is. Yeah. If his son can can replicate that, yeah. It's, again, if we're going to okay, start... what specifically? You're not bringing up a certain player, are you? I'm no, I am not. Okay, I am not bringing up fourth and nineteen. What? what? You just said... I got. I got to give you a yellow card. You can't bring up the but name I said of the I'm play. Not bringing up, but you and did bring up fourth okay. and nineteen. But yeah, exactly. Fourth. This is a reminder, a public service announcement. Fourth and no more. Please do not bring up fourth and nineteen. We're trying to get rid of that play. We've tried to delete it from the archives unsuccessfully. They said we have to keep it. Like the Boise State game, I just wanted to skip that part. Just edit it right <laughs> out. Here's the best part. That though. and Taysom Hill's injury <laughs> against Utah State in 2014. Yeah, well. Yeah. Delete. Yeah. Why is Christian Stewart in the game? Here's the best part, though. As with Johnny being as good as he is, yeah. there's still pages to be written in terms of his legend. Mm. And it begins in how many days? Countdown to the Vikings. 68 days. Okay, we went, I, we went days, and it worked, and it was smooth. It was good. Are you happy? Very happy. I'm happy, too. That was good, because it was pretty bad the last time. <laughs> it was really bad. Jason Sukanik, by the way, number 68. Tremendous offensive line. Suk. From the Couve, Vancouver, Washington. Okay. 
home of all things good. He's uh, currently working up in the Portland area in sports radio. That's right. Doing a great job, by the way. He's very good at what he does. Vancouver, Washington's in the... Vancouver, Canada? No, I can't tell you how many times I got asked that growing up. At David R. Rogers, CPA, getting back to the Twitter question. Oh, this is a great one. Todd and Tyler Christensen. That's, That's a sneaky one that I hadn't thought of. The late, great Todd Christensen. One of the best in BYU history. And, of course, Toby. Don't forget. Yeah, Toby. I mean, that's honestly, I'm surprised we didn't come up with that one because yeah, that that's is a, a that's, that's a gross a, error. That is a part. great one. Yeah, a great contribution that's to a, this topic. And both had uh, some uh, obviously taught a lot of broadcasting. NBC even. So you th- you think about the former BYU athletes that were broadcasters, by the way. Hey, Todd was on the Steve Young, Johnny Miller, Todd Christensen. Todd was on the call obviously for uh, uh, Beck to Harleen. Yes, he, he was. was the color analyst. Yes, he was, and Blaine Fowler was the sideline reporter. Yes, and you and you and I and Spencer, even though we were not together, we're all on the sideline. We as were well. all on sideline. It was a magical day. It, it was, was a magical for day. everybody at our green hot, the Kafusis. No explanation needed. Thank you for that. <laughs> at BYU for me in tennis, Wayne and Brad Pierce. Brad, of course, the tennis coach. Yep. Wayne, tremendous player in his own right. At uh, Woody one eighty one, the Mahe Mahes are a little athletic, I think. Wait, what, who's the son? Are we talking? Is that the husband-wife duo? They're, they're projecting their children because of their being so athletic. Yes, I like that it's as the, well. It's the Collinsworth uh, scenario. Keep them coming. Big deal, no deal. Coming up next. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Jerem Jordan, Jason Shepard, live from Studio B with your day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play. Watch our daily rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV at 6 Eastern time. We mentioned that Friday is BYU Football Media Day, and as part of that day, BYU Sports Nation will be doing two hours from noon until 2 p.m. Eastern time. Listen to this. Joining the show on Friday, names that I'm sure you've heard of, uh, Kalani Satake, Ty Detmer. The fullback? Uh, no. Elisa Tuiaki. Tanner Mangum, Fred Warner, and how about this? The man who will soon be in a photo with me to be used as my Twitter profile pick, Andy Reid. Do, do we know if this is actual Andy Reid and not the guy dressed up? Not the fake Andy Reid? Yeah. That just travels? How, do we, how are we going to know the difference? I'll know. You'll know? I will know. I, w- I will know the wait, difference wait, Jason, between. Jason, yes. there has been a 50-foot restraining order placed against you already <laughs> by Andy Reid. That's fine. I will then get the picture 50 feet away with Again? him in the background. That's fine. Again? A picture with Andy Reid is going to happen on Friday. Don't bring your fat head in here to uh, Studio B. We can't. We can't I interviewed that. him years ago. I'm hoping he remembers that. Yeah, I bet he, he remembers that. He doesn't do a lot of interviews, so uh, yeah. Uh, our Twitter question, what's the best father-son combo <laughs> in BYU sports history at Triple Crown Coog? Don't know about the father and sons, but the best parent-child combo of all is Tressa Spalding-Hampson and Jen Hampson. Jen Hampson's mother, Tressa, was an amazing she was fantastic. basketball player. And her, her main name was Spalding? The perfect basketball name? Are you serious? I actually, uh, after one of the women's basketball games, got in the elevator with um, her and her husband. And uh, both extremely tall. Both Me, six, ex- extremely not. Eight plus. Yeah, it was, it yeah, was so tall. I just felt, yeah. You just felt like Brian Logan. <laughs> Let's play a little big deal, no deal. Big deal. No deal. Brought to you by Brady Industries, a provider of commercial cleaning supplies and equipment throughout the western United States. For over 65 years, Brady Industries, clean solutions, a tradition for generations. Ben Bagley gives us a deal. We determine if it's big or not. Ben. 
Big deal, no deal. Number one, Jimmer Fredette hitting 92 of 103 pointers at the Jim Rosti event over the weekend. Uh, big deal. It's going to get him an NBA contract. <laughs> okay, what? Wishful. No, 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 no. It's not going to get him an NBA contract. It's a big deal. Oh, because... for the summer? No, for both. The summer will turn into a five-year max contract. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a super max because he was somehow yeah. all NBA. Look, it's a big 92 out of 100, and there's video proof of it. Okay. Yes, it's a big deal. Okay, I'm going to go big deal, but it's not going to get him an NBA contract. Like, Why do you doubt me? Because he didn't have an NBA contract last year. 92 out of 100 is amazing. I don't care if it's free throws in a row. For me, layups in a row would be nice, right? This, I don't even know if this is an NBA three. Oh, he's still, he's still shooting. Oh, he's, oh, is this live? This is live. He's <laughs> still shooting. He's made, he, No, he's not. Look at that. 92 out of 100 is amazing. It really is. Look at that. every shot adds like thirty thousand to his contract. Look at that's beautiful. <laughs> when, he, when he misses, the crowd's like, <gasps> like they've witnessed something like miraculous. <laughs> oh like, my he goodness! Missed? Number two, big deal, no deal. Team BYU alums. Oh wait, er, Team USA advancing to the final six in World League Volleyball tournament. You take this one first. But I, I think this is a big deal. Uh, they started three and five. They needed to win at least two of the last three. Got a got to win against Poland in Poland. Rumor has it that playing Poland in Poland is one of the toughest places to play in the world. So Taylor Sander leads the way for Team USA. This is a big deal to have BYU guys on Team USA come back, win two of three after going three and five in the first, or uh, sorry, three and uh, three and three in the first couple weekends. This is a big deal. Yeah, it's a big deal, not just because of the fact that the team is successful and that there are BYU players on the team, but the fact that the BYU players are playing significant roles makes it an even bigger deal. So, yes, absolutely a big deal. Number three. Yeah, Taylor Sander and Ben Patch leading in all statistical categories throughout the tournament so Hey, hey by the way, Ben, ben Patch's the rookie. In big deal, no deal on that shirt. Big deal. I love that shirt. Oh, thank you, Jason. Oh, nice. Just Can I have button, it? The, button the top. Sure, button. right? No, just kidding. Uh, big <laughs> deal, no deal. Eric Mika not included in Chad Ford's latest mock draft, 7.0. Okay, so he's he's not in 7.0. He's ranked 60th in the top 100, 82nd Draft Express, 83rd in NBA Draft.net. No deal. This is kind of where we expect him to be, which is if he gets drafted, someone reached into the second round. Look, I'm going to say big deal for this reason. Not because it's not something that we expected. But here's the difference in what Chad Ford from ESPN does versus others. Others, they're, they're, for, they're making the picks who they think. Chad Ford's mock drafts are not what he thinks. It's, big. it's, it's, oh, it's oh, yeah. what he's hearing from the league. Mm. That's what he's putting into his draft. So if he's hearing from the league that Eric Meek is not in the top 60, then that's a big deal. Yeah, so That's why it, I'm saying a big deal. Yeah, there's, there's 60 picks there. I'll tell you what is a big deal. A guy leaving BYU early who's not going to get drafted. Why, why would you leave early if you're not going to be drafted? I, like, I hope couldn't he gets you drafted. Ha- I do too. But you could, it wouldn't hurt your stock because your stock isn't in the draft right now. I still think it's a little crazy that he left. I know that it's an individual decision. I'm speaking from the team perspective. Number four. You're speaking for the team? Is that what you said? I am speaking for the team at this point. I didn't ask Heath Troyer or anybody to do this. <laughs> All right, number four, big deal, no deal. Ashley Hatch capitalizing on BYU Sports Nation karma for her third goal in as many games. 
It's a big deal. How's it not? Yeah. I it's mean, a, it's, it's, a, a big it's deal. a huge deal. Absolutely. Not only because of her being able to score, and it's, you know, three goals in a row for her, but it just reinforces the power of the BYU Sports Nation karma. Yeah, the karma the karma's real. We've chronicled this for a long time. Is it 100% yield? Eh. 92% maybe? But maybe 92%. The karma is the 92 out of 100. There you go. Tremendous fine. Number five. Last one. Big deal, no deal. BYU versus Utah today. Uh, it's a big deal if BYU wins. If Utah wins, it's a no deal. Now explain what it is. <laughs> yeah, they, they play a, a charity golf tournament. So you have uh, a group of former BYU players against a group of former Utah players. That, now, when you say players, can we make these PGA players? We bring in. Yeah, well, no. They, we they, bring in. There are ringers that get brought into this. Yeah. But the two Summer coaches. Hayes, Blair. The two Blair, coaches. So Kalani's involved. Miller. Uh, Kyle Whittingham is involved. And so at the end of this, whoever's team wins, the other team has to sing that fight song. So yeah, yeah. you have to sing your rival's fight song if you lose. So, again, it's a big deal if BYU wins. Yeah. If they lose, no deal. This is a big deal. It's BYU versus Utah. I don't need to explain what the next part is. It's a big deal. You were right. No explanation necessary. It's just <laughs> a big deal or not. That is big deal, no deal, presented by Brady Industries, Clean Solutions, a tradition for generations. Our Twitter question What's the best father-son combo in BYU sports history at Laser Sheep? As much as Johnny Linehan and his baby boy are awesome, I'm going with Marty Tyler Haas, legitimate duo that could do serious damage. We're leaving TJ out of this? Come on now. I think there are bonus points if you had multiple sons. I really do. So like the Reynolds, the Kafusis, Cooper Ainge played the, the Ainge's, the Millers, the Hazesies. I don't think that's I don't think that's what it is. <laughs> I don't either. But you get bonus points for multiple. Absolutely. Having one is hard enough. Having multiple? Holy schnackies. That are D1 and good? Man. In it, terms of basketball, it's the hot. Chat, Chapman's. Yes, Jeff, absolutely. Jordan, unfortunately, Jordan chan- transferred to Boston College. Well, and Jessica, and, and played. Jessica played for the for the women's for team. For BYU? Yeah. Who's, yeah, who's had the crossover there? The Cafus, Alexis played basketball. And then the boys played football and basketball. Three sports? Now wow. we're talking. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Keep the tweets coming. What's the best father-son combo in BYU sports history? Coming up, how did Daniel Summerhays finish in the U.S. Open? Probably not good since we didn't mention it until this point. And the latest from Jacob Brugman, Jacob Hanman, and the rest of the dudes on the diamond. This is BYU Sports Nation, and it is a big deal. Big Deal, No Deal on BYU Sports Nation is brought to you by Brady Industries, Clean Solutions, a tradition for generations. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com for help when you need it most. Thanks to our guest today, Blaine Fowler, Uncle B. If you missed any of today's show, download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Future guests include the following on our BYU Football Media Day on Friday. We've got our two-hour special of BYU Sports Nation. How about Kalani Satake, Ty Detmer, Tanner Mangum, and Fred Warner? Really excited for that. Really excited for this as well. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Volleyball. Team USA goes 2-1 and one over the weekend with wins over Iran and Poland in Poland. Taylor Sander led the U.S. squad with 17 points in the win over Poland yesterday. The U.S. advances to the final six in World League play in Curitiba, Brazil, beginning July 4th thanks to a win against Poland and an Argentina victory against Bulgaria. Soccer. Ashley Hatch scores in the 38th minute of the match in a 3-1 win for the North Carolina Courage over the Boston Breakers. On Saturday, Hatch has scored a goal in each of her last... 
three games on two different continents. Cougars in the major leagues. Jacob Brugman goes one for three in a four to three win for the Oakland A's over the New York Yankees. The A's swept the Bronx Bombers in the four game series. Cougars in the minors. Jacob Hanneman went two for six with two runs and two RBIs and a win for the Iowa Cubs in AAA versus the Omaha Storm Chasers. Colton Mahoney got a win over the weekend, pitching five innings, giving up two hits, two earned runs, and striking out four for the Green, Greensboro Grasshoppers, defeating the Delmarva Shorebirds. Of course they did. Mike Rucker got his first loss of his minors career over the weekend, but he pitched six innings, striking out six batters, giving up three hits, and only one earned run as the Myrtle Beach Pelicans lost to the Down East Wood Ducks. Cougars in the PGA. <laughs> I love minor league names. <laughs> I know. Daniel Summerhays finished the U.S. Open at 12 over par after going 9 <laughs> over on Sunday's round. Back to you, Jason. BYU men's soccer played FC Boulder in back-to-back matches over the weekend. The Cougars lost 2-1 to on Friday with a goal from forward Chris Tobler. The Cougars beat FC Boulder Saturday night by final score 3-1. to Midfielder Hayden Pemberton scored two of the three goals. So men's soccer gets the aggregate. What? Today's Rise and Shouts brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Ashley Hatch bringing it. All she does is score. All she does is score goals. Man. As you said, on multiple continents. On multiple continents. Man, BYU Cougars in Europe over the weekend. Pretty good. Uh, what is the best father-son combo in BYU sports history? At Ty underscore Dama underscore sign. Vern, Vance, and Adam Law. So a follow-up. Lots of pro baseball between them. Oh, yeah, Vern Law, one of the first great Mormon uh, athletes in the pros. 1960 Cy Young Award winner. He was fantastic. When there was only one Cy yes. Young winner, not two. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Our elite tweet of the day. At the Royal Blue Coog. If we're going to throw Uncle Nephew into the mix, then Blaine Fowler is going to have some competition from Jack DeMooney and half the football team. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. And the entire defensive line. (laughs) Which, by the way, the between the lines coming up tomorrow, so good. Looking forward really to it. Really good. Looking yeah. forward to it. Conversation really continues 24-7 on Twitter. Don't forget, use the hashtag BYUSN. BYUSN. The show is on demand, <laughs> BYUSN.com. ASN. For Jason, I'm Jerem. Shout out to David Louder. BYU Sports Nation, back at it tomorrow at noon Eastern time. The father-son combos, keep them coming. Who's the greatest ever? There's no right answer, or is there? I say Kafusi. They're all right answers. <laughs>